Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Self Deaf Sundays, the podcast. Do 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 do. I think it's really clear that some of the learnings from this book has really helped bring so it gives you like a high level summary of everything that this guy had figured out the power of their subconscious mind and suggestions so today's episode is going to be another solo one and i also came to a sudden realization earlier on where i want to start calling my solo episode meek speaks because my name's meeks and i am speaking so i just thought it made sense and it kind of somewhat rhymes so it's also going to be easier for people to identify the two different versions of the podcast in my overall one so yeah another episode of meek speak so welcome to today's episode so today i am going to bring back the original book that i talked about on episode two which is called seat of the soul by gary zukov and i wanted to talk about the second chapter which is called reverence and reverence stands for respect and the whole episode explores around how can we have respect for everything we do in our lives like i mentioned on episode two uh the whole book is quite heavy and i had to kind of read and, and stop as i went along but there are very very key learnings which have really applied it in my day-to-day life and also oprah winfrey said that she had this on has this on her bedside table so it's a great book and um, this specific chapter starts by saying how the actions and reactions in the physical world um, is set into motion and forming our experiences, revealing the process, the lessons that the soul has yet to learn. Obviously that's quite a handful but what that is trying to say is that everything that we do in our lives, so that's the actions and also the reactions piece which is quite important right because any situation that happens in our lives is up to us in terms of how we want to react to it and that is actually how our experiences are formed so if you are faced with a difficulty are you triggered and and you show anger or do you look at it in a more compassionate way an empathetic way to really understand why it's causing you to behave that way right and whilst we have all these experiences so if you look at your own life from a very young age all the no's you've had all the hard times you've had or the doubts you've had in yourself, those were put in place for the lessons that the soul has yet to learn. And I think that's a key thing that has been um, kind of evident throughout the whole book. And also the fact that the actions that we do in our lives is for our personality to evolve. So we all have individual personalities. And one of the key themes of the book is that our personality is like a little boat and then our soul is like the bigger mothership and everything we do in our lives is to find that alignment of our personality to our soul or our higher purpose and I think that's how you that's how you reach authentic empowerment and going back to the reverence uh, kind of topic a person with no reverence for life will not be afraid to strike as at anything unfortunate so I think that's a very important kind of theme in this chapter is that I guess if I was to kind of reflect and ask you um, listening, do you have reverence for life? Do you appreciate your life? And are you grateful for where you are? And it says that, you know, people that don't have reverence, so people that don't respect life are the ones that are negative, are the ones that are constantly complaining and, and are the ones that walk around their whole life thinking that the whole world is against them, right? So um, the key kind of theme here is that, yes, 
it's important to kind of go through your up, ups and downs but the the one the enlightened ones and the ones who have kind of made it in their lives and are happy with everything that they do is that they have this form of unspoken respect it with their life and kind of that underlying kind of gratefulness throughout right um and i think the the whole kind of book talks, talks about this evolution of your soul and how the soul is eternal so if you have a hard life this lifetime um it, it all comes down to what you're actually going to learn from your experience right so the whole kind of journey is about how what can you learn and it's like this constant process of learning on how do we want to have and create our lives do we want to condemn and criticize people or do we want to constantly seek that um that like a desire to learn and also seeking not to harm destroy or or talk bad of everyone um because it's easy to talk bad it's easy, easy to be jealous it's easy easy to be comparing yourself to others and saying you know this is the reason that or that is the reason but the enlightened ones are the ones that seek not no harm and they don't speak bad of every anyone right and i think from my personal point of view as well i don't condemn violence or people you know that harm and i think it's not just me majority of the people that i'm surrounded myself with and i think majority of the population um they don't want to harm others or condemn violence um and i think you know i guess if you look at in our own kind of point of view and our and our own lives as well um everything that happens is there for a reason and it's all about kind of accepting behavior so if i am i encounter someone who is so negative all they do is complain i don't judge them and i kind of accept them accept the their behavior for what it is without it impacting me and one thing i have truly taken away from this book is that the reason that they are like that is there for the evolution of their soul and if i put that in a everyday context like you know you look around and there's like homeless people and people that are struggling and you do think like why did they have to go through that right but their purpose that their purpose of the soul in this lifetime was to go through exactly that um and it's all about kind of accepting their behavior and there's a, there was an interview with Gary um and there was a lady that you know asked him i had two twins um uh, like they she gave birth to twins but only one of them survived and she walked around her whole life um kind of having that guilt and regret for why did that happen to her and also why did that happen to that twin that passed away but the way that Gary kind of framed that kind of question was that that twin was there for that specific reason and the twin that passed away was there to teach her the mum to actually appreciate the other twin and to to share that story right so the key takeaway from that story and this this experience is accepting situations and also individuals for the way they are without kind of condemning or criticizing them which kind of links back to episode six i believe which is all around avoiding criticism and when you criticize people um it might feel good in the moment but what you're doing is actually judging them for where they need to be and i think there is this kind of misconception that if you accept everyone for who they are you know does that mean that you're going to let other people tread on you and also if someone treats you in a bad way what what you're going to do not fight back or not let them know how you f- how they made you feel 
obviously it's all situation based um if you feel like you've been mistreated the best thing to do it is kind of raise it but i think there's a time and place and also how you raise the issue so if you're in a heated argument with someone if you try and raise it then the other person isn't going to accept that right because they are they're in a certain mind frame and their ego will come into play and they get defensive so what you will say won't matter in that moment so it's all about letting the other person know how they made you feel but finding the right time and place to do that so an example in my personal life is that every time me and my mum have a bit of a not an argument but if we have a bit of mis alignment in a certain situation and our ideas don't match i mean we don't really get angry like my mom is very very compassionate like she it feels like i'm raving about my mom but yeah she's a great parent and there are a lot of parenting skills that i have you know learned from her that i want to take on for my future children as well but one thing that we do every time we kind of get into like a misunderstanding is rather than letting them other person know how they feel then and there what we do is we sleep on it we we digest everything and then we kind of raise the issue the next morning or the day after when we are a bit more calmed down and I think that's the reason why I have got such a great relationship with my mother is because we are very very compassionate and empathetic of each other's feelings and we also are very aware of when is the right time to raise your kind of issue right because so often people in a heated situation one person wants to get their point of view across and the other person wants to get their point of view across and then it's like a constant clash and at the end of end of it you no one gets anywhere and it's just a lot of pent up and lost energy that hasn't come to a resolution so a great way to kind of accept situations and individuals is by sleeping on it sleeping on the issue and then raising it the next day and i think that's something i have learned from this book but and also by the way that i've been raised and also which is something that i have applied in my life and i will continue to apply in my life right um so that's like a personal kind of spin around how i can have reverence and respect in my life but also everyone around me um and to kind of appreciate that the reason that they're acting uh, an individual is acting a certain way or they are behaving in a certain way is for their e- for the evolution of their soul and then um going back to the book again um one of the key themes that come across is that we all see life as cheap um we don't appreciate our life as much do we people are always seeking more um they are constantly on a chase for something more to kind of satisfy them and it says that it comes from the animal kingdom as well like we all see animals kill each other um and you know we call it it's part of nature or as lion king taught us it's the circle of life it is a very like a violent world right it's all kind of fight for survival kind of mode and i think even though it's evident in the african deserts it's also evident in in the real world and and in the corporate world right um also we as human beings we create situations where we are pouring milk down the drain when there are millions of people starving around the world and there's a clear imbalance of um kind of opportunities and also the, the the kind of quality of life we have in the world and we look at life like we need to take advantage of others before they can take advantage of us and we look at life once again like there are winners and losers and it's like a very if you start looking at looking in the grand scheme of things there's constantly like you know there's competition there's me versus you there's you know what can i take from you what can i it's a very kind of 
our whole civilization as human beings is built on this I need to pull someone down before I can proceed. Um, and, you know, this all comes down to not having reverence for our life and not looking at our life as a gift that's been given to us. And if you think about it, we are in this planet for such a brief time. Like, it's crazy how brief we are here for. And um, there's another book that I'm reading at the moment and it talks about how there is, um, there we, we tipped around death as if, it's not going to happen and our whole society is revolved around this taboo subject like you know death doesn't happen but it's the reality of life like we're all going to die everyone we love they're going to die um and it is the reality of this precious thing that we call life um and if you look at it in that point of view obviously you can look at it as oh that's depressing like why would you say that but on the flip side you can also look at it as how can i as a result of where we're all going to end up anyway what can I do today um, and how can I respect the life that's been given to me without having those, you know, I am not enough kind of feelings. So I think it's a very interesting way of looking at, yes, our whole kind of civilization is built around compa- comparison and, and negativity and, you know, there's never enough. But we're, so, we're only here for such a brief time. Like it's kind of sucky to think that we are spending every second of our day not being happy where we are and I know it's easy for some people to say and it might sound a bit like okay it's easy for you to say but once again you have the capacity to choose how to spend the next seconds minutes hours days weeks um, before we all have to go away wherever we go right so a key reminder of this episode is how can we have a reverence for our life and also everyone within our life and also things that we are surrounded with um, and, and finding joy in little things like the sunshine or um, having a glass of water to drink and I know that you know it sounds very like oh you need to be grateful where you are like everyone says that right but I think sometimes it is the reminder that we need and I think I said also said this to someone that provided me with the feedback like oh my god like these are the the kind of things I've always said I wanted to do um but I, I forget it but the whole purpose of this podcast and what I'm talking about isn't anything groundbreakingly new it's actually a reminder and validation and reaffirmation of what we already know and how can you start applying it on your day-to-day basis, right? So um, going back to the book again, um, in order to kind of create this higher level of consciousness, we also need to play close attention to our feelings. Um, and I think feelings are one of those things that if I was to ask you now, right, what, how would you define feelings? It's hard to put it into words. We all know what it is, but it's hard to put it into words. And we all have feelings, right? We have happy feelings, sad feelings, tired feelings. We we ha- we might have um, oh I feel a bit unappreciated like there are a lot of feelings that we go through as human beings on a day to day basis, but also the external power of of where we are and how the society has been built has led to a lot of repression of our emotions as well. So people are constantly running away from actually how they feel, and this could be in both ways, right? So um, people who are always happy all the time might think that okay I need to be happy and I need to always portray that people that are happy are like okay I need to be happy I can't get sad let me just cover it up and you know be positive all the time but no like life gets hard like honestly like we are gonna have to go through stressful situations and um we are also gonna have to deal with a lot in the future right but going spin it around spinning it around again 
The best way to deal with these hard times and stressful times is by being aware of our feelings and our emotions and kind of letting your feelings and, and emotions come according to how you feel without trying to fight it. And a key theme and a key kind of action you can take from here is actually acceptance and surrender, rendering on how you feel. For example, in a practical manner, if I wake up tomorrow morning and I don't feel like working out or I don't feel like being productive, then I don't want to fight that emotion, right? I need to accept it and surrender to the feeling of today is not the day and I'm just going to chill out, right? Um, and I think we as human beings have been so accustomed to repressing our emotions and always acting a certain way or behaving a certain way to kind of match our identity our identity could be um how people perceive you right you don't want to disappoint other people so is this external kind of noise has really led us to repress our feelings uh but at the end of the day if the we don't have awareness of our feelings we can't actually experience compassion and compassion is one of those terms that is used quite a lot and I feel like I actually did something at work to find out what my key values are and compassion was one of them and it's something I practice on a day-to-day basis um, and I think the reason that compassion is one of my key values is because I did a meditation guided meditation for about half a year and the whole meditation kind of says, you know, lead with compassion in every situation. Like imagine yourself in a bubble of compassion and, you, and, sp- and you're spreading that compassion with everyone around you. And that was the reason why I feel like the term compassion is something I am very attached to and also something I practice on a day to day basis. And for the people uh, that are actually like, you know, what does it actually mean? Let me quickly read the kind of the urban dictionary uh, definition of what compassion means so the google definition of compassion says that it motivates people to go out of their way to help the physical mental or emotional pains of other others around them and also themselves and i have done about 15 oted ordinary tales and extraordinary dreams episodes now and i think there's a common theme that i'm hearing from a lot of my guests which is all around giving back, showing kindness for other people. And I think it's a common trait we want to kind of give to human beings is that, yeah, we want to give back and we want to do well for the world, right? And it also says that compassion is uh, the Latin meaning of co-suffering. And it says that it involves feeling for another and it's also the precursor for empathy, the feeling as another, seeing it in someone else's point of view. And um, it also comes from a desire to alleviate another's suffering and I think this is a very common trait in animals as well like there was a time um, when I went to Thailand and we were feeding the elephants and stuff and one of the babies fell in the one of the baby elephants um, fell in the water and then there was a huge kind of desire for all the elephants to come and save that little one even though they weren't directly related to them and obviously that's a very like elephant like herd kind of instinct but I think this also um, is ingrained upon us as human beings from a very young age like if you see someone else suffering we kind of feel their pain right um, and we also feel how they you know how can we remove that pain and this whole idea around suffering is a huge term in religion as well like for example in buddhism the whole enlightened one that you know buddha, buddha is known for a and the key practice is end of suffering and um there was a term as well which said that 
which asked a monk a buddhist monk what have you gained from meditation and the guy said i haven't gained anything from meditation but what i have done is i have uh lost fear i have lost anxiety i have lost depression um so it's this whole idea around suffering human beings natural state is suffering how can you move that within yourself but also others others around us right so the whole idea around reverence for life once again and linking it back to our intentions is that without awareness of our feelings and what ticks us what gets us going what what gets us um angry we can't experience compassion for others and the whole idea of having reverence for life and respecting where where you are today is by having awareness of these currents or feelings that we have and also to review what kind of experiences these feelings has led to right um and emotions also reflect intention so if you compare an individual who is who doesn't have reverence for life he, and they he or she walks around as if the whole world is against them their emotions um are what drives their intentions and intention is all around that desire of of them so um it's it's interesting to see how your intentions drive emotions which then um brings in experiences into your life right without having awareness of our emotions we're not able to experience reverence so going back to the start of the episode where i said uh that this episode's going to be about reverence for life appreciating where we are being aware of our actions and our reactions to our situation the key way to get reverence and and kind of respect our lives is actually by having awareness of our emotions and p- the path of reverence is through your heart and only the awareness of your feelings will open your heart and i i guess like you know i, I do appreciate that this is kind of a lot to take in and you know there's a lot of buzzwords that i'm throwing out there but overall one of the key takeaways i want you listening um to consider from this episode is appreciate your feelings and accept your feelings but more importantly showcase your feelings no matter how you're feeling uh, and and feelings can come in different currents um it could be positive feelings negative feelings and one way to kind of cope with the negative feelings is actually sleeping on it and and sleeping on your uh the situation or the individual that has made you have that negative feeling and accepting and surrendering to your feeling or your or your emotion the last thing you want to do is fight it i actually had a request from kriti london paralegal on instagram who asked me to do a video on how to deal with negative emotions so kriti go if you're listening this is one kind of tactical tip you can apply in your life in terms of dealing with negative emotions is firstly accept it for what it is but in terms of overcoming that feeling is to sleep on it and not reacting in that very moment but um if you want me to I'm, I could also do another extended version of dealing with negative emotions in over to in my Instagram page at soft of sundays double s <laughs> um to summarize again reverence is being in contact with the essence of each thing with the interior of its beingness so seeing things individuals people beyond the outer layer seeing them beyond their achievements and and getting into the core of what makes them who they are which is the being reverence is also the attitude of honoring life um like i mentioned earlier on we are constantly seeking to have more but if you look around i can guarantee you you have a lot of things to be grateful for so it's all around having this underlying 
attitude and foundation for honoring this precious thing called life this brief time we have on this planet and also reverence is the level of protection and honor about the process of life right so this goes back to this idea around journey uh, and this idea around evolution of your soul and also the fact that every single individual in this planet is maturing towards authentic empowerment and rather than judging and criticizing others for where they are it's recognizing that they are behaving that certain way for the evolution of their soul so the next time um, someone uh, triggers you or, or, or causes you to react a certain way just recognize that they had to behave that certain way for the evolution of their soul that's the one thing i want you to take away from this podcast kind of add on to this idea around compassion as well i remember exactly when this idea got triggered i think i was around 10 or 11 and i went to lantau island in hong kong which is like this big buddha place and there was a little like go in the shoes of a, the buddha kind of journey experience cartoon thing i think it was mainly for kids but um I remember that feeling so strongly because there, it was like, an, like a, a whole experience where you go in, there was a TV, like a huge TV, and it kind of showed that the life Buddha had and how he wanted to go get out of his castle to understand humanity and to see the world beyond his little bubble. And after that show, it was like, okay, you know, we had to go into another room. But then whilst going in the other room, there was a little like a journey thing which showed suffering, right? People were ill, people were poor, hungry. Um, and whilst he was getting out of um, his palace to see see what he saw, we when we were there, like we had to go through that little like tunnel thing as well. And, and, and it was a lot to do with suffering. And it was kind of like us going through... Um, what Buddha went through and at the end of the experience or the show there was like a like a see-through Buddha and you had to like put like a little wish there and I remember I was like yeah 10 or 11 and I put in this little like heart thing and it, there was this very like powerful powerful quotes of this, this idea around compassion and end of suffering and I was so overwhelmed I actually started crying like I don't know what it was and I think that's when I really started having this um it ignited my compassion and my empathy and that's where it kind of was my journey around leading with compassion and giving back and always not harming others so my point of view that's that I can pinpoint that moment when I really started having reverence for my own life and also others around me, right? And if you want to kind of think about this as well, if you're listening at the moment, think about that one time where it really heightened your compassion and empathy and try and kind of relive that moment to once again lead with compassion in everything that you do as an individual as well. Yes, to summarise, in terms of practical terms, um, some of the key kind of takeaways I want to kind of uh, to tell you is all around challenging the values of the five century world. So the whole book that I mentioned today, Seed of the Soul, it talks about multi-century dimension, things you can't touch, but you can feel. So how can you challenge that in other people and go beyond what you can see in the physical world? Um, secondly, authentic empowered person are also not afraid to show concern for life and also be vulnerable and pure without having to portray themselves in a certain way. It's all about this time around being yourself and also how can you practice that also without 
a reverence for life in our own life and also other other people's lives we would be destructive and brutal take away from everything that i've said today is how can we start having reverence for life respecting our life for where we are and what we're going through and also leading with compassion and and care and kindness in everything that we do with especially with everything that's going on in the world what can you as an individual do today to lead with compassion right so yeah hope you guys enjoyed that episode um that was a really fun way to kind of reiterate and also for me to reflect on my own life um look at the kind of things that sparks joy in me which is all around compassion being around my loved ones and also showing respect and also not judging others for the way they behave because like I said earlier on they had to behave that way for the evolution of their soul so yeah hope you guys enjoyed this episode and also let me know how you guys found it and i'll catch you same time next week for another guest episode of ordinary tales and extraordinary dreams uh but yeah hope you guys enjoyed that episode and i'll catch you all soon thank you bye guys once again for listening to another episode of the podcast hope you guys found it as enjoyable as i did recording it and if you want to share some feedback or show some support feel free to follow me on at self tough sundays with a double s on instagram and i look forward to catching you same time next week thank you bye